Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, one ABDL is creating diaper destinations for the community around the country. Plus, I tell you about other ABDL events happening around the world. This week in Newsies News, check out Diapered Happy Hour on Tuesday, September 13th at the Rock Bar in New York City. Iowa Leather Weekend will have Toddler Takeover at the Garden on October 8th. If you're in Germany, check out Fresh Dak's ABDL Party in Munich on October 22nd. Links to these posts can be found in the show notes. And if you have an ABDL event that you're putting on, or an event that you want to have shouted out on the show, feel free to message me on Twitter or Instagram at NewsyBaby. Hey, it's me, Barney. Remember from that one time? I'm starting a podcast and I'd love for you to listen. It is the least you could do. Especially if you're like me and being kinky made you feel like the weirdest, strangest, loneliest person in the world. It's called The Big Top, and each week I'm going to be discussing a particular topic to do with fetish and kink. I'm going to be discussing my own bizarre kinks and journey of self-discovery, as well as talking with guests about theirs and covering issues within the kink community. Oh yes, there'll be guests. Wonderful, beautiful, charming, horny guests furiously trying to upstage me on my own podcast with mild to moderate success. When I'm not busy rudely interrupting my guests, we'll take the time to cover some heavier material and share our experiences. So catch The Big Top on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. In fact, it would be pretty rude of you not to, and I will take it personally. The Big Top is produced by Playtime Studios with new episodes every Tuesday. Catch the first two episodes on Tuesday, the 16th of August. Have you ever wished a vacation with other ABDLs in other cities? This week, I sit down with Diapered Fancy to talk about his Diaper City takeovers. He had huge success with his takeover event in Nashville, and now he's gearing up to take over New Orleans October 7th through the 10th. For more on his takeover and future takeovers, here's my conversation with longtime listener, first-time guest, Diapered Fancy. Our takeovers are you know, pretty much, I try to curate a weekend of events um not jam-packed because I learned really quickly that that was too much people aren't ready to go at like eight in the morning like I am after drinking all night so I really tried to you know kind of cut down to doing like two or maybe three like events throughout like the weekend um you know for New Orleans we've got a couple really cool 
things, uh, we've got a bar takeover with a special guest DJ that's going to be coming up for us. Um, so that is, will be Saturday night. And, you know, we've got a bar that's got their own like kink room. Essentially, they're super happy to have us. Um, you know, it seems like they're going to be super supportive. Um, so we've got a DJ coming to that event as well. We're going to do a costume contest down there that weekend for some prizes. Uh, we've also got uh, scavenger hunt one day as one of the major planned events. We have a uh, guided tour as part of the premium ticket that pays for your guided tour as well of uh, the French Quarter and then some of the cemeteries. Uh, so there's a lot of different things that are, you know, really in plan. And then, you know, there's a lot of breakup in between where people can kind of branch off on do their own thing. So they're not just stuck, like, you know, with the whole group, they can, you know, if they want to go out to uh, Bourbon Street and, you know, get wild, they can do that. Um, if they just want to, you know, chill with the group and kind of see the sights of the city, like, a lot of us are planning on doing they can do that as well so you brought up special guest dj are you allowed to say who it is i have not uh, <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna keep it on the down low as a guest surprise i was going to i haven't conf well, i've confirmed with him um i you just don't know if he's ready for the announcement or not that's fine. That's fine. We, we, we can keep it a surprise. They'll just have to go to find out. Um, you yes. mentioned a bar that has a kink room. How do you how do you find these venues? Is it is it like talking with local DLs in the area saying like, where should we host our bar nights? Or how do you how do you find a bar that has a kink room? So that was exactly how this one came about. Um, between, you know, I go I typically because I'm major part of the group is LGBTQIA+. Um, so, you know, I really try to kind of not curate to that community, but uh, I mean, part of that community, it's typically going to be the largest part of our, you know, makeup as far as takeovers go. So I do try to look in, you know, the gay nightlife area. Um, I also, like, this particular bar uh, I was given a name of after I had already started looking and it came up a couple times and it was, I had already reached out. And then by the time uh, one of the community members that used to live there gave me the, a contact there, I had already received an email and they were, we were already in the talks. They gave me the bar at a super cheap rate. So I'm not like breaking my own bank luckily um to host an event there but it's it's really neat they've they're super happy to have us and they're really looking forward to it and they do different pup events and leather events so it's not something that kink is outside their normal so you bought the whole bar event bar out well they're still going to be open the upstairs will be closed off to us officially um but we have complete roam of the bar as well because we are bringing in the dj and uh, they're super happy to have us so oh fun is the costume party going to be also at this bar it will not where's I the costume party it. it's 
it's going to be it's going to take place at a different area during the weekend oh okay and is the idea that like at the kink room you could like strip down to your onesie in a diaper or is it kind of still bar yeah attire no we have the bar they're completely cool with pretty much whatever goes as long as we're not naked in the bar area is pretty much what we were told Oh, that's fun. so How how many takeovers have you done so far? So takeover, official takeovers now, we are looking at like four. Um, as far as before it morphed into takeover, I mean, I've been hosting events for probably around 10 years now, um, either locally within my own area or, you know, going to Indy or to Bloomington or, you know, we've done travel trips to like state parks and did camping trips, hiking trips. Uh, the last trip that was planned post or pre-pandemic was we were doing a trip to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. We were going to, uh, we had a cabin rented out and was going to do a whole cabin takeover for the weekend. And then also try to go to Dollywood. Well, COVID put the damper on that one. Uh, so as the pandemic kind of grew, it was like, okay, we aren't getting to see any of our friends. We aren't getting to, you know, just vent to each other like, you know, used to. So I started hosting Zoom takeovers. And I would post it on Twitter and Tumblr and in the private Facebook chats and at, I mean, one point we were having, I think the highest number of people that jumped on was 160 in one zoom chat. It was Wow. nuts. It got really quickly, like overwhelming. So I, you know, had to cut it back like Tykables and uh, ABU both hosted or sponsored them for a couple weeks so i mean they we were doing like door prizes for you know a random number as they come in you know they might have gotten a pack of diapers or whatever from abu or tykeables whether it was a gift card or a pack of diapers but that quickly like morphed into during those calls it was like okay i really was seeing a, a lot of people that were talking about like Okay, well, CapCon's canceled now this year. TeddyCon's canceled this year. Um, and then you were hearing, I was hearing a lot of chatter, like people not really feeling comfortable at those events because of how big they were, or they, on the other spectrum, are more DL, and they felt like, you know, those events are specifically geared towards you know, littles or middles, and they didn't really feel like they had too much of a place at those events. Uh, I had previous experience at Munches that I really wasn't a fan of because it was very much like a lot of areas, it seems like Munches are geared towards the straight community, uh, and that's who you have, or you run into some, you know, people that aren't always the friendliest or, you know, same people at munches mm -hmm. to not to disparage our community or anything but it that's just a lot of the talk that you know i would hear and see 
So it was like, okay, let's backtrack here. And, you know, I'm already hosting for, you know, a group of around 10 at this point. Why not open that up to the larger community? So we did a larger community event at the end of, I think it was 2020 um, in October for, and we did a, it was kind of when things first started to settle down before we ramped back up mm-hmm. into craziness. But we did a Indianapolis takeover that first time. And we ended up having like 36 people show up and just hang out one night for, we went to a bar that there was a taco bar, had tacos and margaritas, had a great time, then went out to a drag show, walked down Mass Ave, had a great time. Um, The next day, a lot of us got back together, went on a like different tour thing. Uh, it was the underneath the city it was the old catacombs which was really neat but other than that I mean we just try to hit up different places that are you know popular within the city uh, from there takeovers kind of blossomed because it was like okay everyone's like that was so fun like let's do this again when's the next time you're gonna do a takeover um, so I turned around and did the next one quite quickly. Uh, We did Nashville that New Year's Eve. So within about a three month, and we had close to 30, 35 people at Nashville as well. Nashville has probably been the most successful as far as just how smoothly and just, it was just the perfect group of people. I mean, Nashville is such a welcoming city. There's tons to do. We'll probably, do Nashville takeovers in the future because so far it is the best place I've been but all the Nashville boys love Chicago more it's crazy (laughs) so it sounds like your takeovers kind of came out of the pandemic you know a need to go out be with community but one of the things I'm kind of hearing is it kind of most munches and ABDL hangouts I hear are kind of like a b focused right it's a lot of like go to a bar and a onesie but this sounds very dl vibey would you agree that your takeovers have like a dl vibe to them uh definitely like dl leaning um but i mean we we don't discriminate against like anyone you know we've got ab's that join uh we've got you know furries that join pups that join um leather we've got rubber people that join so it's nothing that's like tied directly to just dls but i mean we do more of a crossover than just the ab side of things you know everybody from the community and every kink that we cross over with is welcome um you know i like i said there is a lot of the um lgbtqia plus members that join the takeover so it is typically centered around that community but this for new orleans i've got probably a dozen or more um between straight guys and girls that are joining so and they're very excited especially it seems like the girls are like really happy and like stoked because they also 
maybe either don't feel safe at large events or, you know, strictly, you know, open events for everyone that, you know, maybe consent isn't always there. That's one thing that we're stricklers on. Everybody signs a you know, waiver with a complete list of rules, vaccination requirements, uh, before they even get any kind of information as to, you know, where we'll be staying, what events are going to take place. You don't get any of that information unless you can, you know, be vetted and, you know, we know that there's not, you know, Johnny off the street coming in to, you know, try to harass people. Right. And thank you for bringing up who goes because, Diaper Perv asked me a couple episodes ago asking, you know, she has a straight friend who is thinking about going to the New Orleans event. And she asked, you know, do you think a straight person can go to a takeover event? Right. Because we talked about how events don't label themselves as being gay or straight. But you're saying that you actually get a nice mix of both straight ABDLs and gay ABDLs or queer ABDLs. Yeah, I definitely I mean, it's definitely queer leaning. I mean, and it, especially when you're being inclusive in this kind of space, I think it has to kind of be queer leaning. So, you know, the LGBTQ plus in our community feel welcome and safe. If you don't kind of cater to that, then you leave out that chance for, you know, something to happen. Um, You know, safety is definitely one of the you know biggest concerns when putting something like this together whether it's you know just personal safety or just the safety of you know our group when we're out or you know backlash later or something you know so you know consent as far as pictures everything like that's nailed down to a t like right let's go over you know what would what makes a takeover your takeover different than a munch if you were thinking about it in terms of like progression of being social is it like if i do well at munches i'll probably do well at your takeover or is it more of like if capcon is too much for me and munches aren't enough for me maybe your takeover is like that nice balance of being active that's kind of what i you know was going for when starting takeovers You know, I consider takeovers a curated weekend of events, not just a, you know, a one-off two-hour lunch break, you know, at a, you know, bar in downtown Indy or, you know, in San Francisco, wherever, you know, your munch is being held. Those munches, in my opinion, just are a lot of times so small and I've I've went to several in the last, you know, 10 years just to try to, you know, get a feel for it. There's a new one that comes up. Okay, let's try this one out, see how everyone's doing here. And they, a lot of times they become very cliquish, Mm. which is one thing I was, I don't want to happen with TakeOver. Yeah, you'll have separate little groups, especially uh, with such a blended cast. You know, I think... There will definitely be, you know, groups of people that will kind of do their own thing and, you know, have fun, more power to them. That's, you know, why it's 
scheduled the way it is. So it really gives people the opportunity to mold their own weekend, not just stick to a strict itinerary. It's really kind of come as you are, join us for whatever you want to join us for, you know, experience the city that we're taking over and, you know, be with friends that you can trust or meet new friends. So. And what has the reaction been from people who go to your takeovers? Oh, I mean, really a lot of the people that have come to takeovers or, you know, not gotten to takeovers, they're super excited. Um, the cat, pretty much like everyone from the Nashville takeover, I talked to on almost a daily basis at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just such a fun group of individuals that have kind of joined along the ride between Indy's Dream World takeover. Um, you know, we didn't do a Capcom takeover because I, one was volunteering for Capcom and then also uh, the startup of Forever Playland. You know, so I was involved in that and I just was like, okay, I don't know how much of a, you know, schedule I'm going to have to play with. Um, So I did not do one this year for Chicago. I wish I would have, but the overall, I mean, everyone that has gone has loved it. Um, met several new friends over the past couple years that, you know, probably wouldn't have maybe ever met or, you know, gotten to meet had we not decided to, you know, really take this out on the road. And New Orleans is going to have a lot more people that, you know, I've not met before. I mean, we're up to, I think, 56 people that are making the trip. Um, And, Registration's not closed yet. Registration will close on the 5th of September. So, I mean, there are still time to register and, you know, book if, you know, you are still interested in. Are you going to put a cap to it? Can you handle 56 people? So I had to put a cap on uh, the premium ticket because the premium ticket included a guided tour. Um, So that portion there's two different tickets just the standard which gets you your access to the itinerary where we're staying um, as far as like the recommended hotel Um, you can stay wherever you want whether it's an airbnb or you know a cheaper hotel a more bougie hotel whatever it's your choice Um, but the regular tickets 25 the premium ticket was 50 because the premium ticket also got you the guided tour which was 25 bucks so is the guided tour by you or by like an actual like professional no it's an actual tour that's why it's a limit of 50 oh okay got it got it got it and then you were talking about you know you've done four of these takeovers what what has been the learning curve like what did what did you what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started because one of them you said that like not to jam pack the weekend oh that i mean 
Nashville, I was so excited for because Nashville was the, it's the first time I'd been to Nashville in several years. And I was like, okay, I want to do this, 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 and this, and 9 million other things. So I very much filled the three-day weekend to the max and quickly learned that, okay, if we're up till 3 a.m. partying, a lot of people aren't getting up for breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. or maybe till like noon. Mm-hmm. Like, so I try, I've definitely tried to kind of calm down the schedule, you know, to where it's more of a one or two, you know, this is the whole group meetup. Like you can come if you want, you don't have to, but these are going to be where, you know, the, we're going to kind of split up and go off into separate groups and into our own little groups, but these are going to be the big things. So, you know, the costume contest is going to be one of the big events, the scavenger hunt, the bar takeover, the guided tour. Those are the, you know, pretty much main events for the days. And then we've got different little things off to the side, like, you know, visiting Cafe Du Monde, which is one of the most famous places in uh, New Orleans. Coffee and beignets, everybody has to try it. Mm-hmm. So that's on the itinerary. Um, you know, touring Jackson Square, the Garden District, uh, lots of different, you know, hot spots is what we're going to try to do. That's fun. What I'm getting... I'm kind of picturing like if you wanted to go on vacation to New Orleans, but have like an ABD experience, like this is like the perfect way to do it. And it kind of seems like that's what you're offering people like come vacation here, but do yeah. it ABDL style. Exactly. If you We're want, I think that's the key word too. Like, right. Yeah. We, you're you're going to be safe with, you know, a bunch of other ABDLs or kinky people in general why not vacation together? If we can, why not? I think you should change it from ABDL takeovers to ABDL vacations brought to you by Typered Fancy. Maybe. Once you get big enough. Um, Has there been any like favorite memories of past takeovers, like a special memory that you're like, oh, that's so fun or like, oh, that was so funny? So... Nashville will literally like you'll hear me (laughs) talk about Nashville all the time Mm because the community in Nashville are just such great guys there's just a such great group of guys down there Um, I've been to Nashville twice in the last year just because we've made friends with the group from Nashville takeover and several of the boys down there were like okay we got to go down and see the boys in Nashville it's that's just got to happen. So um, I will definitely say just like meeting a lot of the Nashville group, that's definitely been the highlight so far. And then also like baby chip and his uh, daddy, that was their first event. Mm -hmm. So getting to meet them and now see chip develop and like be, you know, He's now part of FPL, Forever Playland, and like really trying to branch out and really help the community any way he can. So it's it's just real fun to see not only like meet these people, but now, you know, see 
where this relationship and the relationships between these other people that are meeting because of takeovers are blossoming into. You know, a lot of the Nashville team, and I mean, people that have been involved with takeovers or Dreamworld and Cap now are like even jumping into working with Forever Playland and really trying to help it get off of its feet. So there's a lot of crossover between, you know, takeover now and other events. So it's so fascinating to me because I would say like five years ago, it seemed like everyone kind of was in their own city doing their own thing. Yep. And Capcom was like the Mecca event where that's where you went to go to other city. You went to one other city and you, you know, yeah. you visited or you went on AB, uh, diaperboys.com and kind of like tried to coordinate. But now it seems like there's so many events for people to go to and so many things that people can do to meet other ABDLs. And it seems like you have a great resume of putting on events. What if someone was in a town and they wanted to start an event or they wanted to get involved, what would, what piece of advice could you give them? You know, it's, it's weird to say it like this, but just do it, you know, try and fail, find out what works in your area. Um, You know, not everything's going to work out. You know, some things, will turn into a big hot pile of shit but you know for the future okay that doesn't work out let's rearrange it let's do it this way um you know with new orleans specifically i mean we i wanted to hold off on announcing a particular hotel um until after cap that way people kind of, you know, a lot of the people that will go to takeovers are going to be people that cross over at these larger events, whether it's Folsom or Cap or Claw. Uh, you know, a lot of these people are people that do this traveling just because they, they like to travel and they like to hang out with, you know, people of their kind, of their community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's easy to say like you've got to do it this way you got to do it that way but really a lot of it's a learning curve finding out what works in your area go to munches that are maybe around you and see what you like what you don't like um you know if you go to a munch in your area and you feel like okay there's only ab's here I don't feel comfortable with like everybody that's just like chilling at a bar with a onesie on, like do your own thing. I mean, it's, it's a hard thing to say, yeah, just go do it. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's really easy to now in the time we live in to reach out and, you know, make connections online. It's, the community has grown so ridiculously over the last like two, three years that it blows my mind sometimes because I mean, a year ago or, you know, five, six years ago, you would find maybe, you know, in all of Indiana, you know, a hundred ABDLs and that's a stretch. And it's like, wow, you pop up even in, you know, a smaller town, 
you can typically find like if you're scrolling through like diaper boys or fat life you can typically find five or six people it's so easy to find people now now not that fat life is the greatest <laughs> or diaper boys is the greatest um, you know places to find that there there are people there though and it's it is an easy way to connect um twitter is by far probably especially the lgbtqia side of things i think our community is very much rooted in twitter at the, this point mm -hmm. um so it's very easy to you know find those people you know whether or not you know you decide you're gonna you know do you know big events or if it's just you know small like hey we're gonna have like five or six of us at you know this you know park for a picnic or we're all gonna go to the zoo or whatever there are people that you can connect with that are would love to you know just have that community so i mean just get out there make the connections and do it i mean there's a lot of organizations that are out there now that are really kind of focusing on not only you know maybe making a munch available in your area but also you know maybe making munches and different events like this accessible to all over the country um puddle scouts i mean you just had mm -hmm. uh, jakey on last week uh, him and leafy are really taking off and i mean i'm super excited to see what they do in the future because if that works out i mean that could really be a blueprint to getting sustainable munches that people feel comfortable and safe at and have like fun little activities all over the country if you know that works out and especially it sounds like between jakey and leafy like they have a blueprint that seems like they could really easily make this a huge thing and i'm excited for them yeah i'm super excited to see all of it happened and then i know you've probably signed a, a diaper nda and you can't talk about forever playland at all but i just want one reaction can you at least say are you excited for what they are brewing up oh i mean it's it's not as uh bad as you think it is at this point because you know we we have launched the the brand and you know it's pretty much we're we're looking at putting on the most inclusive and just fun crazy convention that we can for everyone the team that is in place is just phenomenal um i've gotten to work with them now for several months and the amount of work that went into making the announcement at capcom was a lot but you know we really have a just great team in place and it's getting bigger all the time now because people can go on and you know sign up to you know volunteer or you know share their expertise you know lend a hand in essentially creating the new convention um it will definitely you know take place in the united states the uh, very least the first year um we 
have not decided on a location. Uh, once that, I think that's kind of the next thing that's going to be discussed and like geared towards. Um, but everything we have planned and we talk about, like it just, it's so exciting. So keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm excited. I mean, just from like seeing who's getting involved, I'm like, wow, like literally creme de la creme of like all the people that I look up to as like organizers in the community are part of this organization. I'm like, wow, like they pulled out all the punches to put this organ. And it seems so like not what's the gatekeeped. Like, I, like it seems like we're all part of this process for forever playland it seems like anyone yeah. who wants to get involved could get involved and it kind of feels like this is a this is an organization that is literally being built from the community and i think that's so cool i i think that is exactly you know to you know put it bluntly like i think that's exactly what we need um and it's it is you said like there's so many community members that are kind of big names i mean you've got pup jackson who is high up in running claw events. Um, A.B. Sanders, who works with CAP. You've got lots of different people that are, you know, in um, different organizations between, uh, oh, I can't think, Waddler Scouts, I think is. Or oh, that's, that's yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Little Waddlers. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does his own events, which are kind of like takeover. Um, other than his are more, I think, more wildernessy, more more butch than yeah, I can yeah. provide. Yeah, no, they're um, camping. I've been to one of his events. Yeah. It was it was very fun. They they look great, and I I talked to him at Cap, and I was like, oh yeah, I might I might try to go, but I don't know. I'm I'm not that butch. Like <laughs> I'm really, I'm just like uh, I it looks really fun and. You know, we've done the, like I said, we've done state park camping and hiking trips before. That was fun. But I've also, I have, I'm not an outdoorsy, outdoorsy girl. Like I just, like, I don't yeah, always have it in me. I'm like, I am sick of bugs. I am sick of heat. Get me at a hotel, please. That's so funny. Um, last on your takeovers before we wrap up. What destination do you have for the future? Can you say what you have planned the next takeover is after New Orleans? So I will give you the scoop um, since you asked. Our next takeover will be in New York City. Uh, we're probably looking at late spring, early summer. Um, not got to like kind of pin down the date, but that will be announced very soon. Oh, fun. And then I'm guessing kind of like all your other takeovers, it's a collaboration with the local group and getting to figure out like what would be on the itinerary? Yes, 100%. Um, I already know several New York DLs, so I will definitely use their expertise and, you know, seeing if we can't collaborate, especially now with uh, Noah Gold and Pup Kenzo. I definitely would love to work in a one of their like events into takeover. So I think there's a lot of opportunities for New York and I'm really excited to see what we can pull off. Is there a destination that's like 
on your bucket list that you like, okay, I want to do a takeover there? So New Orleans is definitely one of those cities. New York is one of those cities. Nashville, was, those were like my big three. Um, Seattle has had a lot of like, I've done a couple polls on like where people would love to see us come. Seattle has really um, gotten a big push. Austin, Texas, which shocked mm. me, has had a huge push. Uh, there's a lot a I, lot of deals there so i i would say those will definitely be on for a future listing but san francisco like i've never been to san francisco yet and like gay mecca of course it's got to be on the list <laughs> yeah you'll you will definitely get a lot of ab deals if you do one in san francisco and there is plenty plenty to do you have to do at least one eagle takeover a beer bus takeover at the eagle that has to okay. be in your itinerary. Okay, um, I'll keep that in mind. There you go, and I can get I can get you in. Co- I I know San Francisco ABDLs. I can get you in contact. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, before we go, give it to me again. What to, talk to me about ticket pricing? You said there's a standard ticket, there's a premium ticket. What comes with each, and how much? So the standard ticket is twenty five. Um, that gets you not only your itinerary, but access to a Telegram chat where people can, you know, kind of link up for the weekend, can, you know, maybe have, find a roommate, things like that. On um, As far as that, you also get a unique T-shirt that will be for just the New Orleans takeover. Um so everybody will get a t-shirt as well. Um, you'll get your name badge and all that good jazz. Um, there will definitely be some goodies from, you know, some other companies. Uh, mm-hmm. ABU has sponsored the last two takeovers. So um, you will definitely look out for some goodies from ABU. Um, and other than that, I mean, you'll have access to, you know, winning some prizes and things during different weekend events. So. On the itinerary, I just just a question that I personally have: Is there time for changes and time for snoofing? Oh, uh, always. Always changes and snoofing are always welcome. Um, in fact, like part of your name badge has a full consent agreement. Like, hey, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. So, yeah, changes and snoofing are always on schedule for takeover. That's so cool that the name badge has like what I'm consenting to. That's actually a smart idea. I, I've seen it on other ones, but that that's very cool. I, I very like that. And then they get a t-shirt. I'm guessing that's from your own store, Diaper Fancy. Your Diaper Fancy uh, it store. It is a special design. So it's a, it's a one-of-a-kind unique design for just this event. Oh, so okay. It, it won't, won't ever be available on the shop, even though it's super stupid cute. Like, it's so cute. I I might have to like change it up a little and make portion of it available because the design is just not to toot my own horn but it's probably one of my favorite designs i've done awesome and then if they wanted to register where can they go so you can find our registration um on our link tree uh, or facebook you can find us on instagram you can find us on twitter tumblr um our website's all built into the bio of every 
thing. So you can get it there. So it'll, the link tree will be there and it has links to not only registration, but also the shop, um, all the social media. So you, you'll be able to find us. If you can't find us, type in diapered fancy pretty much anywhere. Google, you'll find it. One of the websites. So awesome. Yeah. No, send me all those links and I will put them in the show notes. I will. Awesome. Well, thank you, Diapered Fancy, for coming to Newsy's Nook and talking about your takeovers. It was a pleasure. Congratulations on your 100th episode. It was it 100? No, 50th. But you 50. 50. 50. There well, you go. Here's to 100. So There you go. I now have to do 100. You said it. You have to. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I will have a link to Diapered Fancy's link tree that has a link to the New Orleans takeover registration in the show notes. All right, kiddos, I am pre-coming way too much from being locked way too long. I need to go change. See ya. Bye. Ha. It's no secret that I'm a Megasoka. Sometimes I just put on a diaper, drink a little water, and bam, I'm leaking all over the place. And I'm left thinking, is it me? Am I the Soka? And then I found North Shore's Megamaxes. Have you seen them? They say they can last up to 12 hours. 12 hours, I know! And they come in a variety of colors like white, pink, tie-dye, and blue. My favorites is blue. And the best part is, it's anti-odor, so I can be my little stinker self all I want. If you want to get your grabby hands on them, just look in the show notes of this episode. I got you. It's like what North Shore always says, be dry, be confident, be you.